Canada HR News on April 10, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about current state of Canadian labor market, possible strike of CRA workers, Saskatchewan's hiring of registered nurses in the Philippines, Ontario's friendly response to Alberta is calling recruitment campaign, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Indeed reports that in the first quarter, hiring appetite cooled across much of the country, but the steepest drop was in regions particularly sensitive to tech and other white-collar occupations. As of March 31st, total Canadian job postings on Indeed were down 15% from a year earlier, though still 44% above their pre-pandemic level. Declining home prices may have affected labor demand harder in Toronto and Vancouver than elsewhere. Job postings in real estate, construction and sales are down more year-over-year in both cities than in other regions. Despite decreasing employer demand, the Canadian labor market has remained strong overall. Canadian employment edged ahead in March. Similar to recent months, the employment rate held low and steady at 5%. Overall, job growth was led by the private sector, but developments at the industry level were mixed. Construction fell, reversing some earlier strength, while finance, insurance and real estate rose after slipping in February. Meanwhile, transportation and warehousing jumped after lagging over the past year. Wage growth remained front and center. Hourly earnings continued to increase above a 5% year-over-year pace. According to the Union of Taxation Employees and the Public Service Alliance of Canada, 35,000 Canada Revenue Agency service workers voted on April 7 in favor of strike, and they will be in a legal strike position on April 14. The strike could cause delays for Canadians filing their 2022 taxes by May 1st deadline. The union's collective agreement expired on October 31st, 2021 and workers are asking for a fair compensation package, protections in the context of access to remote work, new protections for union jobs, and new scheduling rights, including years of service protections, where there's evening and weekend work. In a statement issued Friday evening, the CRA said it respects the collective bargaining process and recognizes the right of unionized employees to engage in strike activities. The agency said it will continue to pursue meaningful negotiations with PSAC and UTE in hopes of reaching a deal and that the parties are set to renew negotiations from April 17 to 20. Travel is rebounding from the COVID-19 pandemic more quickly than expected. However, Canadian tourism businesses are operating with more than 100,000 fewer workers than they were in 2019. Tourism HR Canada just launched a new campaign, Discover Tourism, to close that gap and encourage further growth and recovery across Canada's tourism sector. Discover Tourism is an online resource for people looking for tourism career information and employers looking to attract, train and retain top talent. 
The site helps people discover working in tourism and key sectors, accommodations, recreation and entertainment, food and beverage services, transportation and travel services. DiscoverTourism.ca website features interactive experiences to help future and current employees navigate their career journey in tourism, including quizzes and career maps. It also offers checklists and HR self-assessments for employers looking to improve their operations. More tools and resources will be launched online soon. The government of British Columbia announced that on June 1, 2023, BC's minimum wage would increase from $15.65 to $16.75 an hour. The 6.9% increase in minimum wage reflects BC's average annual inflation rate in 2022. The same increase will apply to wages for residential caretakers, live-in home support workers and camp leaders. On January 1, 2024, peace rates for 15 hand-harvested crops will also increase by 6.9%. The increase will affect approximately 150,000 workers who earn less than $16.75 an hour. Many are food service staff, grocery store workers, retail workers and others who were essential workers during the pandemic. In 2022, BC increased the minimum wage by 2.8%, which was the increase in the cost of living in the province in the previous year. To date, most jurisdictions in Canada have indicated they will be increasing their minimum wage this year, except for Alberta and none of it. Wixave BC reports that between 2018 and 2022, Wixave BC time loss claims related to violence in the workplace increased by 25%. Incidents of violence in the workplace occurred most frequently in the healthcare and social services sector. The agency reminds employers that workplace violence can have a significant impact on the physical and psychological health and safety of workers. If there is a risk of violence in a workplace, the employer must set up and instruct workers on procedures to eliminate or minimize the risk. The first step in preventing workplace violence is conducting a risk assessment. WorkSafeBC regulations require that a risk assessment be performed in any workplace in which a risk of injury to workers from violence may be present. The risk assessment needs to consider the location, nature and circumstances of the employer's business or industry. The assessment must also take into consideration the number and nature of previous incidents of violence at workplace. Using the risk assessment, employers must take steps to eliminate the risks to workers. If it is not possible, they must take steps to minimize the risk. The government of New Brunswick announced last week that they received a 67% increase in immigration allocation from the federal government. The new allocation will support economic and demographic growth in the province. Under the renewed immigration agreement, the province can nominate qualified immigrants for permanent resident status and target highly skilled workers for accelerated processing through the provincial nominee program. 32% of provincial nominations in 2023 
will be awarded to French-speaking immigration candidates. The government states that this target demonstrates their commitment to supporting francophone immigration outside Quebec and ensuring that immigrants have opportunities and resources they need to settle and contribute to the vibrant francophone communities in the province. Saskatchewan's second in-person recruitment mission to the Philippines resulted in 236 additional conditional job offers extended to registered nurses for a total of nearly 400 Filipino registered nurses now committed to joining the provincial workforce. The second mission took place in March. A focus group from the Government of Saskatchewan and the Saskatchewan Health Authority conducted hundreds of job interviews in Manila and Cebu over the course of a week. November 2022 mission to the Philippines resulted in conditional job offers to 162 RNs. They are currently moving through the RN pathway, which includes language training, bridging education, and licensing. In March, we reported that the Alberta government launched the second phase of Alberta is Calling recruitment campaign, this time targeting the Atlantic Canada and Ontario, trying to get skilled workers to move west. Now, a municipality in Ontario has launched a friendly response. Before you go west, young man or woman, take a minute and have a deeper look at Chatham-Kent. This is the slogan of a marketing campaign developed by Chatham-Kent to counter Alberta's current Canada-wide recruiting blitz to draw residents to relocate there. Alberta is currently running ads on various social media channels and radio promoting what Alberta has to offer, including its hot job market. In rebuttal, Chatham-Kent Economic Development is set to run radio ads in Calgary for two weeks, showcasing the reasons why Ontario, specifically Chatham-Kent, is a great place to live, work and play. The municipal government states that the town is the fastest growing community in Canada, and the needle has finally moved with population growth reversing a long trend of dropping population numbers that included an exodus of young people to the West. When local officials heard the Alberta ads, the government knew they had to issue a response to let Albertans know Jotham-Kent is a great place to call home. And this was Canada HR News on April 10, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcasts. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, See the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHR News or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.